Naturalized. This is the beautiful game described by two ugly gentlemen. Glory to Columbus. Who are probably sitting at a soccer bar near you. McBride's in the box. A hard cross. McBride scores. It's 3-0 United States. Welcome to Bone and Beam United. Happy Soccer Podcast Day. What is up, I am Bone? And I am Beam. And this is our World Cup 2022 preview of Group C. If you're just checking this one out, first time you've checked it out, thanks for listening. Please know we have group previews of all eight groups in the World Cup. We will also have a full World Cup preview episode that was just separate from this and also a full U.S. Men's National Team preview episode that will be up later on as well, all in the run-up to the World Cup. Also, don't forget, we will be doing daily updates for the group stages. I don't know why we decided. We're going to do so many podcasts. Um, all thanks, by the way, all the podcasts that we ever do are all thanks to Zaftig Italian Village. We unrelated to anything that's unrelated going to anything on we're to... talking about. Just we just like them. They sponsor our soccer podcast. Mm-hmm. But anyway, now put that out of your mind and go back to thinking about the World Cup yeah. because we're going to talk about Group C. So who's in Group C? That is Argentina, Mexico, Poland, and Saudi Arabia. With that, Beamer is going to give you a little rundown of each of those teams, and then we'll get into the schedule. And then we'll get into who to watch, what to watch, and what we think is going to happen. All right. You mentioned it. The four teams in this one, Argentina, Mexico, Poland, Saudi Arabia. Give you the teams, their nicknames, world rankings, odds to win the World Cup, and all of that good stuff. Going to start out Argentina, La Albi Celeste. It Mm -hmm. means the blue and white sky. That's their nickname. I'm sure. It's such beautiful uniforms, usually. I'm sure I nailed that. Pronunciation. You got it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I Absolutely. got it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So they you come. In, they come into this World Cup, ranked third in the world. You're gonna know a lot of their guys as well if you're familiar anything with soccer. If you're not a soccer fan and you have no idea who plays for Argentina, you'll know one guy on their team. His name is Lionel Messi. Okay, we can get to that a little bit later on. Their odds to win the World Cup: chalk in at seven to one. They are one of the heavy favorites heading into this World Cup. Their last World Cup very disappointing for them, coming off the heels in 2018. Only made it to the round of 16. They are. 18-time World Cup qualifiers, their best World Cups. There have been two of them. They have two stars above their crest. That signifies two World Cups that they have won back in 1978 and back in 1986. They have been so close in the recent years. Qualifying for position for them heading into the World Cup, 17 games played. Down there in South America, they finished second in the group, 39 points, right behind tournament favorites Brazil. Their lead-in to this World Cup for Argentina, their last friendlies that they have played leading into this. September 27th, they beat Jamaica right here in CONCACAF, who the U.S. has played as well. Beat them 3-0 and then beat Honduras 3-0 in September as well. They also took down Estonia uh, back in June in a friendly 5-0. Your other team in this group, Saudi Arabia, the Green Men, translated on Wikipedia. Thank you very much. Clock in, official FIFA World Ranking. 51st. Their odds to win the World Cup, an astounding 550 to 1. Their last World Cup happened in 2018. They are four time qualifiers for the World Cup. Their best World Cup came back in the 90s, and that was the round of 16 has been their best performance. Their qualifying position actually finished ahead of the table in Asia over other tournament participants, Japan and Australia. 23 points. Pretty tough team. Pretty tough teams right there. 23 points for them in 10 matches played. And their run-up and their qualifier, they had a win, a loss, and a draw. So had all of you covered right there. Saturday, October 22nd. Remember, this was an elimination game. They had to get in via qualifier. Or no, they didn't. This was, sorry. 
No, no, no. They, they were in. They were good. Different thing entirely. North Macedonia had to get into a qualifier. Yes. And then they they didn't get it done. Anyway, Saudi Arabia in the run-up. Just played last month, actually, in a friendly. 1-0 over North Macedonia. Now, if you remember, they played a friendly against the U.S. men's national team. Held Drew... it down. Held it down against the U.S. Yeah. And look to be the better team in yes, that game. Yes, if we're honest, 0-0 draw is hard to always say who the better team is, but in that one, I thought it was pretty clear that Saudi Arabia had the better of the play on that day. Now, USA, you could argue, was trying to work out a few lineup ideas and sure. figure out some things, but still, that's that wasn't great. So, as well, Saudi Arabia drew Ecuador nil-nil, so I think they're implementing the game plan of, we're just not going to give up any goals in the World Cup and see what happens for us. Well, that... Given who they're in a group with, probably a good thing to have a solid defense because, my God, the offense in this group could be astounding. Yes, it could. Poland, your third team in that. They simply go as the white and the red. They are currently 26th in the world. Their odds to win the World Cup at 121, 120 to 1. Last time they were in the World Cup, didn't make it out of the group stage in 2018. They are nine-time qualifiers. Their best World Cup, they have got third two times. That's coming back in 1974 and 1982. Qualifying out of UEFA. They came in second place to England in their group and qualifying 10 matches played and 20 points. The lead up to them. It has been pretty fascinating. You look at what this Poland team has done in the Nations League. They took down Wales 1-0. They got beat by Netherlands 2-0. And then back in July, they took down, uh, excuse me, they got beat by Belgium 1-0. So interesting for them. If you're asking yourself, well, Brandon, I don't know who's on that team. Why should I cheer for Poland? A guy named Robert Lewandowski, who I guarantee Never heard of him. will score some pretty dynamite goals in this bone. That's just my guess, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, but, yes, he's the guy to watch out for in this. Last group, Mexico. El Tree. El Tree. I don't even have to look it up. I know their, I know their nickname. That's their nickname. Clock in 13th in the world on the FIFA World Ranking mm-hmm. Scale. Odds yeah. 90 to 1. Their last World Cup, they made the round of 16. They have made the round of 16 in every World Cup since 1994. They have gotten out of the group stage. They are 17-time qualifiers. Their best World Cup, they have made the quarterfinals back in 1970 and 86. They qualified second in CONCACAF. And their lead-up, they've had some drama, of course, in the lead-up as well to this World Cup. In September, they beat Peru 1-0, and then they they got beat by Paraguay back in August. They also drew their last Nations League game in CONCACAF against Jamaica. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Let's give you the rundown of the schedule here, and then we'll get into some thoughts on this particular uh, group. So November 22nd, that is a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That is when this action starts off. Argentina versus Saudi Arabia at Lucille Iconic Stadium. I almost thought that said Lucas Oil Stadium, and I was like, I need to get tickets to this, but that's <laughs> not what it says. That's in Lucille Cutter. 5 a.m. Eastern time start there for us to watch it. Also November 22nd, that Tuesday, Mexico and Poland. Huge game in this group, as we will discuss in a moment. That's at Stadium 974 in Doha, 11 a.m. for that one. Definitely one to circle and put on your radar. Uh, November 26th, 8 a.m., Poland takes on Saudi Arabia, Education City Stadium in Al-Rayan. Lucille Iconic Stadium, also on November 26th. That is Argentina, Mexico at 2 p.m. If you happen to be an Ohio State football fan, November 26th at 2 p.m., you might be a bit busy. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that would be the game, the game 
is happening at noon that day. But Neighbor Eric says, I don't give a I don't blank. know what that is. I don't know what that is, right? Uh, November, <laughs> November 30th, both these games will be obviously at the same time. That's what they do with the final game of the group. Poland and Argentina, Saudi Arabia and Mexico, those two games will square off both at 2 p.m. Uh, on November 30th. And those are all on Fox, as are all of these World Cup games. So I think it's pretty clear if you kind of paid attention to what Bean was talking about with the odds and everything. And if you're just familiar, even casually with soccer, Argentina, one of the bigger brand names in soccer, Argentine soccer players uh, showing up and showing out all over the world. They play very well in very many domestic leagues across the country. You may have heard of arguably the greatest soccer player of all time, Lionel Messi, who currently still plays soccer for Argentina is very old at this point in terms of World Cup yeah. prowess. Usually Probably going to be age, their last one. Yeah, his last one as well. Usually guys his age aren't invited to play on World Cup teams, but he is because he's still that good and he's Lionel Messi. This is his, I would say, his last chance yeah. to really get that World Cup trophy that has eluded him his entire career. Uh, but they are always going to be tough coming out of Conmebol. That is... Between them and UEFA, those are the two, in my opinion, two toughest divisions mm-hmm. to qualify for the World Cup out of. Uh, but Lionel Messi, Angel De Maria, Lautaro Martinez, like this is a team that's stacked. Paolo they are Dybala. going to be great. Yeah, Paulo Dybala, like on and on and on. Yeah. Te- guys that you deep have, too. If deep. you yeah, they're a deep team. They th- which makes it good for them. As with any deep team, you can employ lots of different tactics and you can play matchups when you see a team that you're like, ah, oh, we could exploit this guy because we've got some speed here. Great. Like they've got something covered for that. They've got a way to, to fix that. And their substitutions that they're going to be able to put in late in games going to be as good as anyone in this tournament. They are going to have some guys coming off the bench who would start for probably 60, 70% of the teams in this tournament. Yeah, so. for sure. You look at their odds as well, bone to get out of the group to win the group. Argentina heavy favorites at minus two twenty. Mexico slotting in at second. They are tied with Poland. Both of those guys have a plus 490 yes. to win the group. And then your long shot odds came from Saudi Arabia. That is 32 to 1 to win this group. Argentina minus 1100 just to get out of the group. You have Poland at minus 25 to get out of the group as well. So they share the same odds with Mexico on that. Again, Saudi Arabia, uh, your heavy underdog in this one at plus 650. So you look at this group. It's a three. It's a three-team race. It really is. And it's kind of just down to a two-team race. Argentina are the class of this of this group. It all is going to come down to goal differential in the presumed loss against Argentina and the presumed win against yeah. Saudi Arabia. And this group, for all intents and purposes, is going to come down to that game between Poland and Mexico. Now, if you look at Mexico, I mean, Meme Ochoa, let's break him out of the closet. Let's roll him out here. He becomes one of the best big-time shot-stopping goalies the world has ever seen mm-hmm. when Mexico plays in the World Cup. They have been through a tremendous amount of drama. Their cup cycle wasn't good enough, according to Mexican fans. They weren't happy with anything. My God, how can we let Canada qualify above us? It is Mexico in the World Cup, they play big when it matters. Now, this is kind of a new era for Mexican soccer as well as they're transitioning from some of their stalwarts, their older players, into this kind of new generation. So it is going to be fascinating to watch. But, yeah, every single cup since 1994, they have gone to the round of 16. They have not experienced a group stage knockout, if right, you will. Right, Mehmet Ochoa, Guillermo Ochoa, you know, that's his yeah. his name. Their goal tender. He is one of those guys, though, was from the perceived, like, 
the U.S. had their, oh, man, wait till this group gets up there. And that's the Christian Pulisic, Weston McKinney, mm-hmm. that group. Everyone has said, wait till they get to be old enough. And and they're just now getting there, right? Guillermo Ochoa, that group, Hector Herrera, those guys, they were part of the previous yeah. great generation that Mexico had that was like, when these guys get up, you know, 10 years ago, whatever, they started, that group is now kind of phasing out. And that's, you're right. Like, he's still there, but a lot of those names that you're familiar with with Mexico national team have changed. Uh, some guys to watch for Mexico, by the way, a guy named Luis Chavez, who is having a brilliant season for Pachuca. They just won the Liga MX title uh, not too long ago as of the recording of this podcast, maybe a few weeks ago by the time you hear it. Anyway, 26 years old. He just made his debut for the Mexican national team in April of this year, Okay, but he's a central midfielder who can play. He can do a lot of great things. And they are saying there is a very good chance that he could end up being in the starting 11 in the midfield it's for pretty Mexico. impressive getting your first cap and playing your first game at 26. And then all of a sudden, well, starting that's kind of what we're talking about with this group though, right? Yeah. Where they like, they had that core group of guys who are just aging out now. And now the, the next group is starting to filter in. And some of those guys didn't get the chances, but he has been a revelation. And it's funny because Tata Martino, uh, the head coach for Mexico, who used to coach Atlanta United in case you follow MLS at all. But uh, he really likes to get guys from Pachuca. He's got a few guys on his roster that uh, are from that dominant Mexican side. So, yeah, he has got some talent there. Uh, that Luis Chavez, by the way, there's a lot of rumors of European teams considering a transfer for him. Uh, so there, there are some, there's some talent here. This is this is perhaps a very good sign for Mexico that Pachuca just won Liga MX because that was kind of some of the guys that they're relying on. Uh, Eric Sanchez as well in the midfield also plays for Pachuca and. If you pair him and Chavez up, Mexican national team, mm-hmm. they play club soccer together very well for a championship team. That might be the type of thing where maybe you might say there's a better player you could plug in, perhaps. But if the two of those guys work well, why would you break it up? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's just it's such an interesting time for them because you've become so familiar if you've watched you know any World Cups in the past. It's like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy from the last World Cup. And if you're not watching CONCACAF qualifying – uh, and everything that L Tree is doing, but it, it's so interesting, and it is. I mean, when did you say the date on that game was the the that's Mexico the, Poland? That's date? the November twenty second, Tuesday. Oh, so that's game it's, number one for them. That's game number one, Mexico Poland, eleven a.m. That's one you're gonna. Ooh. I'm telling you, if you can uh, of the games to watch in this group, November twenty second, Mexico Poland, circle that one. Check that. I mean, obviously, watch every Argentina game just because they're fun. And and again, Argentina Mexico should be a fun game. Yeah, I think Argentina wins it. But that's going to be a tough out for Argentina to get that victory. But, you know, Poland versus Argentina, my God, the star power on that field, right? Guys who can score goals between <laughs> Lewandowski and Messi. You got a couple guys who can bang some goals in. Well, and I was going to say. But I'm saying, like, Argentina should win that game or at least be able to get a win out of one of those two against Mexico. And then they've got the Saudi Arabia game, which they should be able to dominate and win. Yeah, Wojciech Szczesny, you were starting goalkeeper for Poland. Obviously know him uh, from his time in the Premier League. And Robert Lewandowski, he's the headliner for Poland as well. Matty Cash, by the way, if you're Nottingham Forest fan, he is Polish. He will be playing as a defender uh, for this national team. So you just look at this. I mean, it, it all comes down to Robert Lewandowski. It's just there's no way about well, it. Their, right. their team, their team is okay. Mexico is. I will say Mexico is the better team. But Robert Lewandowski is one of the three best players in this group. Lionel Messi is in this group, and Robert Lewandowski still might be the best player in this You're group. You're right, right. Uh, not non on his whole breadth of his work. Sure. But 
now, currently, currently, in their state. yeah. Who would you want if you needed, you know, 85th minute? You got to sub a guy in to get you a goal to advance in the World Cup. Who would you sub in, him or Messi? That's a tough call. Yeah, that is a That's tough a really call. tough call. And I don't know that I feel comfortable saying not Lionel Messi in any of those situations, but. I think it would make sense kind of to do so here because that's how good he has been, Robert Lewandowski. But, yeah, so this group comes down to me, Argentina and who? And I want to say, I mean, I don't, I don't, look, USA and Mexico have been rivals. I feel like Mexico will get out of this group given their streak where they have gotten out of the group pretty much every single time since 1994. But this may be the time where Poland gets it done. I just, like I said, I feel like, Mexico is the more complete team. So I would say Mexico comes out of this group, but I can definitely see a scenario where Poland shocks the world, not shocks the world where Poland shocks the world, maybe wins the group, but also for sure, I can see them getting out of this, this group. I am going to say though, Mexico gets it done. Mexico and Argentina. I'm going to go Argentina and I got to, I'm going to go on Poland on this. I think it comes to an end. I think they have some things they need to work out inside of the Mexican system and they're in a weird spot. They're, it's kind of similar to what the U.S. was in a couple of years ago, right? Like you're kind of dragging your toes between the old guard and the new guard, and yep. there's a smattering of different players from each generation and era. I just think that first game out of the gates, if this was the last game in the group bone, if it was Mexico against Poland in the last game, I think I would favor Mexico out of the gates against a hungry team, a hungry Polish team with one of the best strikers on the planet, Lewandowski. I just think it's – I think it might be too much to handle – for that team where nerves will be a lot. And I just think an established team like Poland have enough firepower to at least win that game. And if they win that game, then I give them heavy, heavy chances to advance to the knockout. Yeah, I totally, I totally understand that. And I get why you're saying it. Um, Also X factor for Mexico, Tata Martino, like that's a guy who can coach his way out of a plastic bag. (laughs) If you give him a chance, man, he'll find a way to get you uh, some results. So that I think is something that it works in Mexico's favor. Um, so there you go. That is our Group C preview of the World Cup uh, for 2022. Now, forget everything we talked about. Mm-hmm. Totally separate, related to nothing, other than just we like this thing and we want to talk about it. Zaftig Italian Village is where we go to watch soccer. There's lots of soccer on. I don't know what soccer games they are. I don't know when they are. But Mm-mm. if there are soccer games on, you can rest assured, Zaftig Italian Village will likely have them on for you. And they also have a wonderful beer there that has our faces on it called USA IPA. It's in cans. If you get the can, it has our face on it. If you get the draft, well, it's just beer in a glass. But that is at Zaftig Italian Village all this month. So make sure you check it out. Whenever you're checking out whatever soccer you may be watching, whenever that is. Yes, to echo that, it is a fantastic beer to watch soccer. And we are in the month of November, and there's a lot of soccer on. I'm not sure to what you said Well, you know what about, I know which about soccer you know what I know is about going on. November, traditionally, there's not a lot of great international soccer games on yeah i don't know if this year's any different for any like weird reasons but anyway if there were soccer games on you could watch them as after it's strange that zaftig designed a beer called usa ipa relating to a country in which no soccer is happening internationally usually in the month of november usually a delicious usually but it's a great beer it's a fantastic beer um yep so that there you go zaftig italian village now forget what we said about zaftig italian village thanks for listening to our world cup preview of group c we will uh, catch you again the next time. Hope you enjoy these previews. If you do, drop us a line on Twitter at, I almost said another Twitter handle. That wasn't right. <laughs> at Bone Beam United <laughs> is where you go for that. And uh, either way, thank you for listening to Bone and Beam United. We'll see you next time.